Good, whatever time of the day it is, you happen to be listening. This is the PNA Podcast Express, heavy on the Express, not just the plain old PNA Podcast you find out there on generic sites. This is the full blown Podcast Express. I guess it could be full blown. Is that like caffeinated decaf? Well, if your doctor says the word's full blown, it's probably not good. Oh, yeah, that would be bad. That would be bad. But this is. The June 15th edition, episode 952-12-9-4-3-6-92. Anyway, he's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nichols. This is the PNA Podcast Express. Feeling weird. <laughs> Not to get weird here. We had a great show meeting, and uh, we were making fun of some of our favorite radio personalities, and we're not going to do that here, but it was awesome. It was. I wish you could hear it. I, I was impressed by it. I I'd like to uh, see more of that in, in our pre-show meetings. <laughs> well, and I think we burned up a lot of A material, too. But it's okay. It'll be okay. <clears throat> I, I, I feel energized. It's good. So, so it's it was good. a good comedy session. I think my side hurts, and I might have peed a little bit. Yes, I peed a lot. <laughs> that's why we got the little piddle pad underneath you. Yes, yes. That, that's that's we're a good we're thing. We're getting old. <laughs> I'm not getting any younger. That's, that's a callback, but you didn't hear what it's a callback to. So. But we enjoyed it. I could talk about my loofah on a stick. <laughs> it, it changed my life. I can I can reach places that I, well, I've never been able to reach them without that loofah on a stick. <laughs> There's places that haven't been cleaned since the 70s. <laughs> it's just amazing. I, uh... You know, I was cleaning, and some bell bottoms just fell out of there. It was, I don't know what was going on. That was my platform shoes. With the fish in it. Fish is still good. <laughs> that's a perfectly good fish. Sushi shoes, that's what I call them. <laughs> yeah, hungry, you just crack that thing open and eat some sushi. <laughs> sushi shoes. So anyways, we can all fun. <laughs> well, um... We had a great episode last week. We had two great episodes last week. It's going to be hard to follow up that song. That's, I think, Tuesday. Tuesday's episode, the See You Next Tuesday episode, last last Tuesday. Probably one of our most outstanding efforts to date. Yeah, it didn't hurt that we had such fodder oh with the uh, PNA podcast. And no, that one of the sincerest forms of flattery ever for this podcast was the fact that one of our listeners thought that we actually took the time to make that podcast and the ruse that that was us. Yeah. And, yeah, it was not. I um, mean, we're not comedic geniuses, per se, but that is, that is brilliant if that would have been the case. Yeah. It, you know, in searching for that, I did find another, what appears to be a fitness podcast called the PNA Podcast. Oh, my goodness. Fitness? Like still, still just the PNA Podcast. Like fitness beer in my mouth? Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, we're going to give this a quick listen. We are at the Silver Tavern, too, by the way. Yes, the Silver Tavern. The famous Silver oh, before Tavern. before we go into this, yeah. yeah, go send us emails. We've gotten some emails oh and some, uh, some Facebook uh, messages. We'll go into uh, We, we have to share yet. a few of them with you. Yes, we will. Uh, well, while we're on the subject of, of our listeners, thank you. I want to say a shout-out to Eric Kennedy for getting your cows a new fan and then sending me a snap of them enjoying it. I really loved it. Yeah, that's, His cow's got a brand new fan in the barn, and they loved it. Eric, he, good job. Does he pump the yeah, podcast into the house? I, he should. They would give more milk, I guarantee I, it. Oh, they definitely would. Yeah. And so, uh, Eric, if you're listening. Yeah, if you do, um, I just want to say, <laughs> They'll know what that means. They'll, they'll know exactly what that means. Yeah. yeah. That's the soothing uh, tones of Adam Filkin speaking, his native cow tongue. <laughs> so... And also, no, uh, brothers and sisters, Phil and I both had chicken. So We did. Yeah. It was gorgeous. <clears throat> I had a crispy chicken sandwich, and you had chicken wings. Yeah. And they were amazing. I'm just so tavern for some really good food. You'd be impressed. All right. Should we? Oh, and by the way, email us, pnapodcastexpress at gmail.com. That's pickled, nefarious, assholes. <laughs> Podcast Express at gmail.com or pineapple nipple arsehole at gmail.com. Either one's good. I have a, I also chose to, to bookend things here for the show, the, the preview. I have drunken notes I wrote to myself, and I also have a, an, a very academic essay written by one of one of the U.S.'s most historically well known figures, 
And uh, it was written in 1781. Some of his lesser known work. It actually isn't published with all of his other essays, but I found a copy of it. Nice. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. So we're going to give this uh, other PA podcast a listen. I don't know if it will give us the. Uh, we haven't listened to this. Show. No, we, we're going. I mean, Raw Dog. Raw Dog. Raw Dog. So we're, we're gonna we're gonna raw dog this in, and uh, we'll see how we'll see how this one does. Could be putting a square peg in a round hole. You could be no peg in no hole. Maybe it's the same guys. Selectively respond to some of the many available affordances in their environment. How do they coordinate their action to keep multiple affordances available? How can this ability to be developed in practice? A look at skilled intentionality. What the fuck? This guy's just making up words. Oh, that theme music is awesome. This is Rob Gray from Arizona State University. I've been on a now over 25-year journey as a researcher, professor, and high-performance consultant to understand how we acquire and adapt our perceptual motor skills. Welcome to the Perception and Action Podcast. This guy's full of shit. The Perception and Action Podcast. Let's pause it there for a second. Whoa, 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 whoa. The Perception and Action Podcast. I guarantee this guy has a vision board. Oh, well, he definitely has a, a thesaurus. Yeah, and he's, he's just making up words, man. You, Which, can't just, you can't just put L-Y on the end of a random word and think it's still a word. Yeah, just adding L-Y to a word does not make it more worldly. No, worldly, it, worldly. Makes it, more, it makes it more Adamly, but not more world, worldly. Yeah, I, I want to say worldly when I try and say... Sort of turdwardly. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a turdly move. Turd burglary Yeah, turdwardly. So we, we've he's got a lot of episodes. It he had a lot of hits. I mean, does it show his downloads? Is this on YouTube? Yeah, but oddly enough, they're not there. Ooh. This one has 131. So I had tacos for lunch today because it's Taco Tuesday, mm-hmm. and I put too much hot sauce on them. Things kind of burn a little bit. Only five legs. I mean, you may have burning ass, but... What is that? i an action podcast. I've podcast. acquisition theory. So, skill acquisition theory, is that like... Practice theory? <laughs> skill acquisition theory? So, if you want to... Uh, theory. Theoretically, theoretically, if you want to acquire these skills... It's going to take some skilled actuary and uh, manly uh, practice lead, and uh, that's how you do it. You're going to have here to. here at Arizona State University. I've been here for 25 years. Actually, Arizona State University, uh, Topeka. Yeah, it's a satellite sister school. Satellite sister school. So if you want to acquire these skills, skill, skill acquisition theory is the name of my second published book. The first one uh, was in Cran, and I published it when I was four. Some people would refer to that as practice, <laughs> uh, the skill acquisition theory, but if you put it into practice, it's no longer a theory, and that blows my theory up. <laughs> yeah, I haven't figured out the proof of this theory yet, but uh, I do say uh, if, if you practice something long enough, uh, there's a one in seven chance that you will acquire that skill. So he has like 358 episodes. Oh, Lord. And uh, they're all like 15 minutes long. One goes an hour and 15 minutes and then there was another one that was over two hours long. My goodness. I wonder if it was a live show like ours. I'm here at the Kinetics Lab. <laughs> at Arizona State University. We are currently throwing tennis balls against the wall. Which is practice, but the wall always wins. Oh, shit! Ah. <laughs> uh. Anyway, that's not as wholesome, not as great as the actual PNA podcast we listen to. No, on YouTube, this guy actually sounds annoying as fuck. Yeah, he sounds just as annoying as old guys without the payoff, without the charm. <laughs> he's he's just as annoying as the other guy, the guys on the other PNA podcast without the charm, Adam. Yes. <sighs> anyway, some of your user submissions. We oh yeah, we'll keep we'll stand this. Oh. I am here with my friend. Oh my god. Yes, I am here. Oh my name is Austin. That, oh, this, you, you have a name? This, this, 
This just, do. This I just gives my ears orgasms. Is it me or do they kind of sound like the male version of the sweaty balls ladies? They kind of do. So they sound like I put your sweaty balls in my mouth. So you, you have a name? You, was, I should have you, never said that. You know some weirdo did you, like put that to, loop and did you get to jerk uh, off? Did you get to choose your name? Because I, I kind of don't like it. <laughs> um, I, I mean, if I were to choose, I don't think Austin, although alphabetically it's pleasing, but... Uh, You're going to get a lot of butt dialed. Be the first person everybody's phone. Trust me. Trust me. So, so why would you pick that? Coming from AA Ron, why would Ser- you think that's a good idea? Seriously, on that note, do you know how many people I've heard sing in their car? A lot the from butt dials, yes. From butt dials. Or like, Adam? I'll, like, like hear arguments. Um, because unless somebody actually knows an AA Ron, yeah. I'm the first person in their phone. Yes. And, uh, I get lots of weird dials. I mean, I've heard bathroom noises. I've heard, um, you know, any, really anything noise. you can think of. <laughs> I was just thinking of our pre-show banter. It was fucking good. It was. I wish I could have just been the show. <clears throat> yeah. But, but we made a commitment. We've made a commitment to be committed to being on air at 7.30 in the morning on Mondays. That's when we release our show. Because that's when everybody's going up and up and at it on a Monday. And it really fits into my arms on there. As an awesome man, I'm always up on a Monday. Yeah. Is that really your name? Um, I, I, are, you, are you here right now? I always thought it was just me. Define here. I don't, you know, uh, there's a good chance that 99.99999% uh, of us are going to be stuck on yeah, and when I that's say Earth, why, it means that's why I, I astral project. Yeah. So I, I really want my ashes when I die and uh, move on to the, uh, to the afterlife uh, to be shot into outer space when I'm cremated. That way I can uh, leave this, this godforsaken planet. I bought a replica of that record that they put on the spaceship, and it's not very good. I'm afraid, though, if I do get cremated, my mom's gonna accidentally vacuum up my ashes. She could. She's a vacuum. She vacuums a lot. She says. She says she, she, says she likes the vibrations. That's, that's why we. That's why we still have the the heavy, fully metal Kirby from 1972. <laughs> Sometimes I take that big uh, hammerhead-looking thing off the front of it and put the hose on and pull up my hair with it. <laughs> I still cut my hair with the. I've got the haircutting vacuum. It's a floby. So you got drunk fill notes. Oh yeah, drunk fill notes. Sorry. <clears throat> drunk fill notes. Yeah. Alright, it's time for me to complain because drunk fill wants me to. Um, I allow myself to be catfished, by the way. I play along with it like on Instagram and everything else. It's it's one of my big nice. hobbies. Nice. Yeah, like like I love it when, when I'm being catfished. And I, I like to play along a lot, yeah. So, so Drunk Phil wanted everybody to know that Sober Phil is into being catfished. He doesn't mind. I might even send a little bit of money every once in a while just to keep him interested. All I can do is five this week. It's, it's been a rough week. I spent all my time. I got fired from my job because I'm talking to you on Instagram all the time. Would you like a dick pic? It's a mosaic. <laughs> but It looks like Barack Obama. <laughs> Is getting the peace sign up there. Woodrow Wilson was tough. <laughs> I'm not even going to try Taft. James K. Polk. A million penises. A million penises. There's a lot of penises in Taft. Yes. <laughs> Historically. Historically. <laughs> so anyway, that's one of the front one. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I decided to pay my bills over the weekend drunk because I thought that'd be a great thing to do. And I got really upset with my cable company because... For some reason, your bill will mysteriously go up, and it's like, and you'll call and be like, "Well, you had this discount or this promotion," and you say, you say to them, "Well, why? I've been your customer for X amount of years. Why don't I get a loyalty discount now?" And they hem and haw and say, "We can't do that." Blah blah blah. So you got to say the magic words, and I was taught this by a guy when I talked to him from AT and T. He said, "You have to mention canceling." <laughs> <laughs> 
every time I've mentioned canceling my service or anything, they, 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 oh, you can almost hear the papers being rustled and everything else. They're like, oh, shit. And they, they transfer you then. So that's the next level boss. Oh, yeah. So that's how you get to the next level boss. Nice. You just say, I'm about to cancel my shit, motherfucker. Yeah. And I, I bitched him out because I'm like, why do you give these? It's kind of like the current unemployment situation where these people got all this extra money, but yet the people that worked all through it didn't get shit, just the regular wages. Yeah. How does that seem fair? That doesn't seem right. No. I, not to get political. Oh, man. Drunken Phil went on another rant the other night because I went to a place to eat, and the food was fantastic. But they had cheap fucking ketchup that bothers the shit out of me. Oh. Like, like, a, like a generic ketchup? Yeah, like the, the stuff that you get the, I don't know, from the... Great, off the back of the truck. The, great value. Yeah, or some shit. And I'm like, ah, God damn it. So your burger's amazing. These guys are fucking awesome. And I, I put ketchup I put ketchup on my burger. I damn near scraped it off. I, I really almost oh, did. Oh, damn. Trump Phil was very upset about this. He, he, he underlined cheap ketchup four times. <laughs> Drunk Phil also was pissed at fucking banks, too. Oh, banks deserve to be pissed You know what? Drunk Phil, Sober Phil got his car loan. He wanted it through Huntington Bank. And they said, well, no, we'll get you through, we go through Chemical. So Chemical became TCF. Mm-hmm. And now TCF, guess what? Is Huntington. So Phil got his wish. When did that happen? I made it just happened this week, yeah. Really? Yeah. So what the fuck? Isn't that a breach of contract? These banks can just pass your accounts around like it's nothing to get. You can't have any recourse? No. Yeah. It's in their contract. They can sell your loans. That it's just bullshit. Fuck, these things all grind my gears, by the way. I put gear grind on the top. Nice. These are my gear grinds, especially Drunken Phil. Yeah. So, that's just the notes. I mean, just a little bit a little bit to think about. Drunk Phil was pretty active the other day. I don't know. I had something I was going to mention, and I didn't mention it to you because I didn't want... And now I can't remember. But I'm, I'm really going to try hard. So that wasn't as great as I would have expected, but still some good nuggets in there. I mean, well, yeah. I, I'm still reeling from the fact that my bank got bought again. Again. Wah, wah. So what, what we're precipitating back to, precipitously, as the guy would say, um, we're getting back to it just being all one bank again because it was, a, it was a monopoly at one point and it got broken up by the U.S. government. Yeah. But it seems like we're just all collecting on top of each other once again. Yeah. It's the mad cash grab. Yeah. Fucking banks. Think about it. Think about the premise of a fucking bank. Supposedly you put your money in a fucking bank for safekeeping because it's federally insured and whatnot and all this other bullshit. Have you ever seen a bank lobby that's just an absolute dump? But they're all really nice and the employees are paid well. Where's that money coming from? No, the employees are not paid well. Well, some banks. Um, if, you, if you work your way up. If you work your way up. But like the people who are the face of the bank tellers that actually yeah. do everything, they're not paid well. They don't get paid. Shit! It's okay. But, so, I'll go on to my quick bank rant. Oh. After working for a bank for some time, I noticed certain things. Banks don't produce anything. No. They produce nothing. And then they they go out, and you go into any big city, with Detroit being one of the exceptions because of the Renaissance Center. But it's still pretty prevalent. All the biggest buildings are going to have bank names at the top. Right. Why? Because they don't produce shit. They basically steal from everybody, and they, they do all these fees. I mean, it, it's amazing to me how they're allowed to just basically rob everybody, and we all just take it. It's what we call a racket. Yes. It's a fucking racket. <clears throat> it's legal racket. We should make a run. We should make a run on the banks. Yes. I believe like that's they did back in the day, yeah. Well, sure. We should rob the stage. Wells Fargo. Today's podcast brought to you by Wells Fargo. We can, bitch, we've got your money. Well, that should be your slogan. Bitch, we've got your money. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> bitch, we've got your money. So apparently, we have some sponsors interested. It's yeah. fucking crazy. That's get the fuck out of here. So if you're listening and you're a possible sponsor, don't listen to episode two. Or do. Um, if, you like ma- twice. if you like black eyes and masturbating, listen to episode two. Wait, black eyes? Black eyes, not yeah, black no, eyes. Yeah. I mean, there were no... Well, no. No, there was no black people involved. I'm sorry. 
those of you who had your hopes up, you're going to have to wait for another episode. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you do what you got to do. I kind of choked him up. <laughs> hey! What's happening? I don't know. Do you have steaks? Lyndon, do you have steaks yet? For steak and onion? What the shit, man? <sighs> man, somebody's pissed. I don't blame him. I think those guys are a little pissed off. Well, you know, when you come in and you're craving that big steak and uh, on a bun with onions, that's, uh, and that doesn't happen, you're upset, and that's understandable. Try the uh, chicken sandwich. It's uh, it's really good. They make one here. It's, it's just... And I, it's awesome to tell. It's chicken, actually. Impossible. <laughs> Don't even start. Fuck you vegans <laughs> out there and... Vegetarians, vegans, everybody. Vegans are made of shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if, if you don't if you don't want to eat a cow, eat cow shit. Because that's mostly grass. That's true. I've inadvertently eaten cow shit before. I mean I grew up on a farm, so it's hard not to at some point you're gonna get cow shit kicked into your mouth. Or into it like a, a or in, casserole. Oh. <laughs> or in your diet soda that you're drinking. I, I don't drink diet soda anymore. It gives me heartburn. Mom, there's cow shit in my, in my meatloaf. Mom, did you mean to put cow shit in this quiche? I know there's... I know chickens poop eggs, but... I've been out all day trying to find one in the cow shit. There are no <laughs> eggs in there. Where do, where do baby cows come from, Mom? Well, when... Two cows love each other very much and are forced into a pen together. And one of them, the female, is uh, in what they call heat. And the farmer holds the tail to the side. <laughs> and then another farmer comes up with a syringe <laughs> and a glove up to his shoulder. Magical things happen. Speaking of bulls, let's talk about some of these some of these responses we've gotten on Facebook. Uh, so this is the kind of stuff that can, uh, can fuel. A podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Miss Ashley Roper uh, sent us a message. Sounds fake. And she said, Holo, Holo, H-O-L-L-O. And then she said, Amanda Nicole Farmer. Maybe that's her actual name. She said, uh, she, it just says, It's in your hotel in there. Bull me. Bull me. And I said, from, and you had responded, from the chain, your hotel is visible to space. And then she sent us uh, that from hotel. And it, it's a bill. And uh, I just responded, strong like bull. Because she wanted us to bull her. Yeah. And so I have a theory about this. I think it was an invitation. Yeah. So then, of course, <laughs> she, uh, she sent us this article about former Florida Department of Health employees something. And then she said, she's something my baby. Whatever. This person. I don't know. But it's fucking wild. So, of course, I then sent her the article I send everybody when they send me nonsense, which is... Um, HistoryofYesterday.com, which is seven parts that changed history. It's a fascinating read, by the way. So, is this possibly code? Do we need a PNA Podcast Express decoder ring? Perhaps. To, uh, to go through this? So then she sent the article about the health department employee whistleblower thing and another picture of the invoice for the hotel room from uh, May 10th, uh, 2000, or 2021 this year. And uh, I have a theory. So, the, the, the response that she responded to the podcast that had Steve Gutenberg as the, you know, the picture that accompanied the link. Yes. Do you think this woman banged by Steve Gutenberg and now she's She probably paid the, money for, paid the money for a day yeah. and got her money's worth. I'm thinking she's thinking we're Steve Gutenberg. She could, or she thinks we're the other PNA podcast. Oh, could be. Um, we did not have relations with that woman she, in her hotel room. She wanted. Uh, she, I did not wear bullhorns. She wanted. Uh, she wanted. Uh, she wanted one of us to sit in the corner and watch. <laughs> I was more than happy to. <laughs> but it turned out that's we, my favorite thing. It turned out we were both just sitting in corners, and she just did all the work herself. <laughs> She had some kind of bowl in there. I don't know. <laughs> it, was, it was wild. It turned into uh, turned into the uh, rodeo, like uh, 
stayed there one time. <laughs> it was more clown than the hotel room, though. <laughs> it was a, I opened the bathroom door and 23 clowns came. I don't know how <laughs> they all fit in there. <laughs> so, yeah, so if you are this lady and you can uh, make a complete sentence, yeah, please email us again. We appreciate, we we appreciate the enthusiasm that you think that we bowled you in a hotel room. Yeah. and Because uh, uh, we don't have the equipment for that. I'll be honest, if we bowled her in a hotel room, she probably wouldn't be able to speak English anyways. <laughs> so that, uh, there may be truth to this. Truth. Right. And then one, uh, one John, Deb, uh, John Devin just sent us his name and says, Hi, John De- Devlin, all one word. And uh, no spaces. So I, of course, sent him the obligatory seven farts that changed history link. No nice. response yet. Nice. No response yet. Well, that uh, takes a while to make us to go through. Right. Um, another one of my favorites here we appreciate is Joshua Hansen. Joshua Hansen. Uh, he said, do you like Police Academy? And I responded, yes. And Steve Gutenberg is our hero. Accurate. He, he then responded, I love Police Academy, and I also have the uniform that he wore in the first Police Academy. I love Steve Gutenberg. He's cool. He's also in short circuit. And I then responded, and three men and a baby. He's one of the men. He's one of the men. He responded, true, what state are you in? I'm in Wisconsin. I said, we are in Michigan. Cool, I wish I could meet you guys in person. And he also started in the new Poseidon Adventure. And I'm like, your knowledge of Steve Gutenberg is vast, my friend. I remember that one. You enjoyed the podcast? And he said, yes, all the time, every time. I enjoy it, always. Well, we, we do appreciate every listener, even those who we're cheddar on their head we'll uh we'll take them all we'll yeah them i didn't i should ask if he's a packers fan i'm gonna send that to him that's a, the, are you a packers fan this is live action folks i'm typing this out to him right now um because i, I want to know maybe we'll Josh. get a response I know. Josh. Josh, respond be be ready on the keyboard yeah send us something you want to say blah, 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 blah. whatever remember for five bucks we'll say 50 words in our choice of order that's right thank you for that, bringing back that promotion that's yes. a good call it is. Those are the early days of the podcast. That, that's when we were in like the teens for episodes. Yeah. We, I think we need to send out a couple bills on that. We do. We do need to collect those. Oh, somebody said they wanted to send us some money, too. And I said, well, why don't you just wait till one of us goes to jail and then just bail us out? Yeah, that's probably money better spent. Yeah. It seems like there's more of a future in that. We also have, and I'm trying to confirm if this is actually him, but I do believe it is, uh, a director for a uh, film about veteran suicide. Um, Said he'd love to discuss it on our podcast. I think we should invite him on. I do too. Yeah, that, that'd be a great time to spend on our podcast. And Absolutely. Give him a shout out. And he's, uh, I, I did, he does have an IMDb and he's uh, made some, some movies that have, are, are national. So so if it's really him, that'd be a good get for a, uh, a guest for an interview for us. It would be. It might be a little more serious subject matter than oh, we're dealing be. with. I mean, we won't, we're not probably going to joke around a whole lot about that. But that's no, okay. I will now. I mean, I'll, yeah. I'll mention that. There's not a whole lot of veterans of suicide. No, no. I mean, it's kind of a one-done situation. No, I, on that note, yeah. you know. I apologize for that there. If, if, if you, uh, don't make me laugh when I'm in the middle of saying something serious, you jackass. You just like making Eddie laugh during your obituaries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got a slap on the wrist for that one from the station manager. Oh, well. From the, <laughs> the assistant or the regular? Both. Oh, oh. And Laura thought it was funny, though. They double-teamed you. They did. They're both ends, man. I was a pig on a spit. Yep. But if you are, uh, you know, if you're thinking those types of thoughts, uh, reach out to somebody. Reach out to us. We love emails. Email yeah. us. So if you're having those dark thoughts and you're in a terrible place, send us an email. Everybody's been there. Yeah, you're not alone. Yeah. It's just, true. You know. Remember, one screw-up or one bad thing that happens in your life definitely doesn't define it. That's for sure. Episode two. And remember who suicide... Yeah, true. <laughs> suicide really affects. It doesn't affect the person who commits it as much as it does the people that love him and are still here. Yeah. Most definitely. All right, off our soapbox. <laughs> All right, so tonight's feature presentation, as far as essays, comes to us from... You may have heard of this guy. Benjamin Franklin. Written in 1781. This is an academic essay to the Royal Academy of Farting, and it is titled 
Nice. So Benjamin Franklin wrote this, and what it explores is there has to be something you could possibly consume to make your farts appealing to people instead hmm. of unappealing. Um, hmm. He says, is there a science to this? There is. The, he talks about that. Nice. So nice. he says, my private question therefore should be to discover some drug, wholesome and not disagreeable, to be mixed with their common food or sauces that shall render the natural discharges of wind from our bodies not only inoffensive, but agreeable as perfumes. Damn. So he said, this is not a chimerical project and altogether impossible may appear from these considerations that we already have some knowledge of means capable of varying that smell. He that dines on stale flesh, especially with much addition of onions, shall be able to afford a stink that no company can tolerate. He's very whimsical. While he that has lived for some time on vegetables only shall have the breasts appear as to be insensible to the most delicate noses. If he can manage to, so as to avoid the report, he may anywhere give vents to his griefs <laughs> unnoticed. <laughs> vents. So, <laughs> from now on, everybody, I want all of our listeners, when you're about to fart, say, I'm about to vent my griefs. Yes. Unnoticeably. Yes, unnoticed. So he says, vent to his, vent due, to his griefs. Due unnoticed. to my high vegetable diet. Due to, my, due to my unsatiable high vegetable diet. And my inaudible venting. You will not notice. You will not notice. My griefs have gone unnoticed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> This boy. is legit. But he wrote this as satire, as a joke. So this is humor back this in 1781. No, this is no joke. This is, he wrote, this is legit a thing. A thing. So anyway, he just goes on and on about, you know, maybe there's some quick line thrown into Jake's and gives some suggestions. Maybe a powder you have to drink or, um, you know, same effect that air produced uh, an issue from our bowels. This is worth the experiment, he says. And uh, he concludes that stanza. Why should be thought more impossible in nature to find means of making a perfume of our wind than of our water? He also mentions, you know, he mentions asparagus making your pee smell bad while other things can make it smell better. And uh, he ends it uh, He ends it with a... This is actually two and a half pages, too, by the way. I'm not going to read the whole thing. But, you know, we should just do me reading the whole thing at some point. Yeah, that would make a quick trip. Okay, that'll... Yeah, that will do that. Um, and he talks about... He goes on about philosophy and utility, science... And uh, colloquial things, and uh, it's, it's magnificent, yeah. He, he suggests some smells, perhaps a musk or lily, a rose, or a bergamot. Okay, whatever, dude. Benjamin no. Franklin, Benjamin Franklin, with his, his epic piece, Fart Proudly, in 1781. You know, if you're, if you're Ben Franklin... Do you enjoy that? That was nice. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. It, a, a lot of... Uh, a lot of grief for thought. Yeah. <laughs> that is a great phrase, though. Did <laughs> oh man, oh my, she dressed like a jelly donut. Uh, that's, that's great, though. That's great. you know, if you think about it, if you're Ben Franklin, vent to his griefs, and you are you are a ladies' man. Oh yeah, much like he was. Ben Franklin got around. He was. A oh yeah, whore. Yeah, powder wig and all. So if you're uh, if you're Ben Franklin back then, it would be a concern. I'm sure that your diet was just awful, right? And you're Rotten you were rotting, rotting out from the inside. Oh yeah. And uh, so he probably wanted to uh, explore such. Could a, you imagine such some of those farts back then? Holy Christ! Ben, you just discovered electricity. What are you gonna do now? Well, you know, I've got some awful griefs that I need to get rid of. I have the area of the grievances. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with the area of the grievances for uh, Festivus. Yes, the Festivus for the rest of us. Good strength to weight ratio. It's made out of aluminum. Uh, so yeah, yep. So Thank Ben, you, ben Franklin. Franklin, yeah, Ben Franklin wrote a, uh, an essay. Um, considered um, one of his great uh, to the Royal Academy of Farting. Does such thing exist? I didn't do my due diligence and check on that. Well, the magic of the internet 
See, the beauty was he was actually living in France at the time, they said, so he really was tired of their bullshit, it sounds like. Because he was a, a U.S., uh, what do they call that? Uh, searching for the word. Ambassador. When I look at the Royal Academy of Farting, the only thing that comes up is fart, probably. See? This is a thing. I did not make this up. I, I do appreciate that people think that we do make a lot of these things up, like that podcast or this essay. But I'm, I'm not that brilliant, trust me. I, I appreciate that people think that I might be. It's nice. It's, it's flattering. Yeah. But it's just, I, I'm not that. I'm, you know, when it comes to comedy, I'm just not all that funny. Mr. Gilmore, how you doing? It appears that the uh, Royal Academy of Farting may have been a farce. Okay. But I did find a thing in here about how a fart killed 10,000 people. Oh, that's that's in the seven uh, that's in that article that I've sent out. The, uh, yeah, seven seven most historically devastating farts or whatever the title Ancient Jerusalem, is. a single fart caused the violent deaths of 10,000 people. <laughs> Tell me more. Well, we will look at Holy balls. So how do you kill someone? I mean... This kind of this kind of technology could get in the wrong hands. This is this is like Tesla's death ray here, which is something you know. Tesla wanted to uh, create a uh, uh, a system for everyone to actually get electricity for free. The government shut him down. Go figure. So apparently, a history uh, of the Jewish war against the Romans in his book *War of the Jews*, published A.D. seventy-five describes a bonkers tale in which a toot from a soldier triggered a revolt against Jerusalem's rulers. <laughs> in Jerusalem between 600 and 500 BC, a cohort of heavily armed Roman soldiers were guarding the temple during the celebration of Passover. Uh, the Romans, who held control of Jerusalem at the time, apparently always kept guard at the festivals to prevent any disturbances. Or, obviously, not flatulence, though. Uh, according to Josephus, one of the soldiers pulled back his garment and cowering down after an in, in an indecent manner. <laughs> Is there any decent manner to cower down? He turned his breach to the Jews. And he aired his grievances. The vulgar guard then spake such words as you might expect upon such a posture. <laughs> I farted in your general direction. While it is not clear exactly what Josephus meant by this, some have read in his comments to mean that the soldier parted at the crowd. So basically, if this guy wouldn't have farted at that crowd, Anne Frank probably would have been able to write a second diary. Yes, it seems to me like this was the start of the persecution of the Jews. Because of a fart. Back in 600 BC. Now they're just selling appliances. <laughs> That's and a callback to the pre-show. Yes. Uh, they squeezed to one another till 10,000 of them were killed. Wow, from a fart. That's amazing. I mean, honestly, that could go on your resume. <laughs> Dude, yes. I shut myself and killed 10,000 people. <laughs> Any uh, skills we should know about? <laughs> uh, oh, are you part of any clubs? <laughs> well, I'm part of the Royal Farting Academy. <laughs> we should start that, the Royal Academy of Farting. Yes. Royal Academy of so Party. Can we make that a uh, religious sect so that we can get write offs? Of course. Or bring people to marry people? Of course. And we can take donations and we can buy podcast equipment with it. We, we, you know, we have to come up with something catchy to say at the end of all of the uh, wedding nuptials that our officials officiated. You may now shirt on the bride. <laughs> Fart that killed ten thousand people. Let me let me tell you all of the tale of the fart that killed ten thousand people. Let me hearken back to a time. <laughs> Picture, if you will, if you can. Open your mind's eye to this, and close your nose. <laughs> to be experienced with both your nose as well as your ears. I have a story to tell. Think, if you will, of smell-o-vision. <laughs> Think of this story as being presented in 4D. <laughs> We've reached the dimension of your smells. 4D or 1B. <laughs> it's just odor. 
All right, that was at least 10 minutes on that. Ugh. I know. You always want... I know. I, I talk about farts a lot. I do. I do. But they're, no, no, they're I very mean, important to me. Well, they're, they're, they're a big part of your life. They're a huge part of my life. I live alone all by myself. And really the only thing that makes me laugh is when I fart. Honestly. Yes. Yeah. I can I'm see by that. myself. I can see that. Yeah. Because I'm not that funny. I'm telling you. I mean... I, I've lived with myself for over 42 years, and I'm not that funny. No. No. Everybody agrees with that. I know they do. You, that's why you're on this podcast. You're the funny guy. I don't know you're about the, that. You're the creative genius. I'm just... But I don't... I haven't created anything. You, oh, you've created 65 episodes of this podcast. I have produced. Oh, you're the producer. Yes. Executive producer. I'm just not that funny. I'm sorry. Like, I... I I've been trying. Hold on, wait, wait. No, I don't hear any arguments. Yeah, so so I so I really don't have to debate this point. Then, do I? Yeah. <coughs> I would argue against it. I would say that you have your moments. Yeah, Definitely. on occasion, on occasion. Yeah. Um, usually by accident. Usually, or at your expense. I can. I will. I will take credit for about maybe seven to ten percent of the funniness of this podcast. The rest is all you, Adam. So you're you're at ninety to ninety three percent. That's efficient, as Mike Smith would say. I, isn't that just passing blame? At this, <laughs> my mom says that uh, if I if I don't stick my uh, finger in my nose uh, as much, I won't get as uh, as many nose weeds. You know, I, she blames me for the fact that the Roomba constantly gets caught on my penis. I mean, it's like, well, it goes on its own. And I, I say, Mom, the Roomba wants what the Roomba wants. <laughs> the Roomba's going to get it. That's right. If, if you love the Roomba, let it go. If it comes back, it's yours. If it doesn't, it never was. And if it runs over your penis in the process, that's a bonus. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Boy. That, that never, that's never going to go. That's never going to go. You guys don't have to work blue. I don't have to work blue. Thank penis on here. That's, yeah, that's okay. Yeah. So, so after my mom chided and scolded me about the fingers in my nose, I said, well, what's making my butt bleed then? <laughs> <laughs> you know, every time you guys say penis, I have the radio turned up. My mic's turn it off. And she says that I need to start working more on my gardening blog. I, I hear the Roomba starting to get a note on it that says, turn that shit down. <laughs> <laughs> she says in the Roomba, because she knows I can't say no to the Roomba. No. It's, and I have a special relationship. It's, it's the first and the last thing to ever touch my penis. <laughs> <laughs> I took the Roomba on a date. <laughs> I ate some good food, and it just vacuumed up the floor of the restaurant. Yeah, just went around bumping people's legs. Didn't seem to have a lay of the land. What the Roomba didn't know is it was a test. I wanted to see if the Roomba would hop on somebody else's dick. And she didn't, so she's loyal. Loyal Roomba. (laughs) And I discovered one day when my mom was using the Roomba that it had a penis. Flopping right around there on top. I was pretty shocked to find that out. I mean, it was detachable has to be a suction cup, but uh, oh man, that thing, that thing made that Roomba, it went from being 6 inches high to 28 inches tall. <laughs> I asked that, I'm like, well, what's your pronoun? It just said It's <laughs> 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 fucking I'm sorry. funny. I was like, sorry to offend. <laughs> Roombas make noise? I don't know. Maybe they're like Teslas. I don't know. I'm married, so I don't have to have one. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sorry, Mary, don't hit me. You're, you're making too much noise over there. <laughs> I mean, you're not talking an awful lot tonight. You're forming words, but they make no sense. Those words you say, you speak them fast and yeah. accurately. <laughs> I'm a little bummed out the other PNA podcast wasn't the health one is just shit. Uh, let's check back in on him. Why don't we check in his? All right, what's, let's, what's that crazy ass up to now? Let's see what. Uh, is that really your name? 
Let's see. Let's scroll down here in the archives. Archivals. I don't. I don't. The way he speaks is just weird. Ooh, 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 episode ooh. one ninety five interview with Jai Yi Chow. Jai Yi Chow. NTU Singapore. Nonlinear pedology. Pedology. P e d a g o g y. Pedology. What is that? Um, let me let me Google Googleplex that. I'm sure we'll find out. Research can be applied to improving performance, accelerating skill acquisition, and designing technology. Skill acquisition. In today's episode, my interview with GA Chow. We have a really fun conversation about nonlinear patterns. I'm not having fun, dude. What exactly is it? What has research shown about this? I'm in What are some of the challenges coaches and instructors face in the morning? Also, before getting to the interview, I wanted to mention the undersold, underutilized website. This is accompaniment to episode 192, where I compared. Motherfucker, you doing us homework? I think you just said something about self-loving. Directly compare two training methods. That's why I have a Roomba. For the same sports skill, correcting forearm flight. This guy's lame as fuck. Yeah, when you use that many words to say stuff like forearm flight, well, you're exercising. He words up everything. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Adds a lot of lead to it. Quick to the point, to the point, no fake, and cooking MCs like a pound of bacon. Baconly. Baconly. Let's <laughs> add. Let's add Pedagi to Baconly. The Pedagi Baconly. What the fuck is Pedagi? How was how that spelled again? Is that where you... Uh, is that where you have a... Okay, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make up a... I'm going to make up a definition. And you tell me what close I get. Is that where you have a foot fetish, but you love more than one foot? Like... like uh, Polygamy. Are you Daniel Day-Lewis now in my left foot? Yes. Okay. Uh, so it's a noun. It's the method and practice of teaching, especially as an academic subject or theoretical concept. So it's bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. Mine was much better. Yours was. I like to think of it as foot polygamy. So I went to the podiatrist. And I had 14 ingrown toenails. And I tried to go to my old podiatrist, but he's a pediatric podiatrist, and I'm no longer pediatric. Yeah. <laughs> my mom still makes me go to the pediatrician. I like the aspirins. All I can have is Tylenol for kids, grape liquid. He too doesn't know why my butt always bleeds. Like, Mom, I'm never going to get over this cancer if you want me to have anything other than... Tylenol for kids, grape liquid. They're your cheeseburgers. You clean them up. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just, I'm just insensitive to everybody tonight. That's fuck of all, man. Just fuck of all. <laughs> how, how could you know? No one can complain about being offended if you offend everyone. That's true. That's why I don't shower. That's, I know. I've noticed. Jeez, I've noticed. Hey, you can't be offended. I'm not offended. That's why. That's why hippies wear. Uh, so they can offend blind people too. <laughs> they, they like their clothes. I fucking hate hippies. Oh god, hippies and geese. Yeah, they're kind of the same. Fuck them all. You know, you know what you call a Cadillac that drives off with seven hippies and twenty geese in it? Good start. No tragedy because it can hold eight and twenty-five. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> Would it be bad to get more wings at the? <laughs> I think you should. I think you should put you should put in your order probably about ten minutes here. I really, so. I really don't want more. You're, you're gonna be farting like a howitzer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have to read fart probably by Benjamin Franklin. Oh. I don't think wings are gonna I'm be not, conducive to nice smelling farts. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna read it, I'm gonna live it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
one of the greatest things to happen to us in this podcast was to discover that other podcast, I swear. Yeah, now we kind of... We've we got to find another one. We, we, gotta, that, we probably have, but we got to find another one because this other P&A with this Jack Wad. Oh, this sucks. Like, get the fuck out of here. Uh, it's, we're we're going to do masturbation pedogeny. So he's all up his own ass. Yes, in case you haven't noticed, he's all up his own ass. He makes up words, and he talks about theoretical theories. He talks about the theories of theoretical theories. He's no Richard Simmons. No, no. Fucking. He's a, he's, a, he's a founding member of the Department for Redundancy Department. Yes. Lee. Yeah, Lee. What a fucking jack wagon. I don't like him. Let's go suck some balls. I just want to change the name of the podcast. Why don't you make like a room and suck my dick? <laughs> or run over it repeatedly. <laughs> Thank you, Lyndon. How's your Roomba doing? It's a she. That, I like that, that, that it. I like lot. it. It says a lot. It says a lot. I like where your head's at. <laughs> I made a little rant for my Roomba. <laughs> I let my Roomba go down the stairs and see how tough it is. Hard, tough love. That's what I like. Fun fact cows don't like going downstairs. <laughs> I don't know why. Neither do I. <laughs> but then again, you know. What do you call a cow with no legs? Ground beef. <laughs> Fucking terrible. Oh. Oh. That's what you call a one-legged woman, Eileen. What do you call a guy with no arms and no legs on your doorstep? Matt. <laughs> what do you right. got to call a, call a guy with no arms and no legs swimming? Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking killing it, man. Fucking killing it. Yes. Not for this Rowdy. podcast. Rowdy. 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 Rowdy Piper. They're, they're all looking over here. Oh, that shit doesn't play anymore. They're all looking over here. I'm acting like I'm not talking. They're all looking over here. They're all looking over here. No. No. Oh, yeah. Could I be a ventriloquist? Just dumb? Looks like I'm the only dummy with a hand up his ass here. This time of night? I haven't been this scared since my mom made me watch The Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> you know who's scary in movies? Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is very scary. Even in the funny ones, he's pretty scary. He's a lot to take in, isn't he? Yeah. He's a lot. He really he confuses me with his charisma. He, uh, I had a dream one time that Jack Sparrow came in and plundered my Roomba. <laughs> and then he shoved the handle for the plunger up my ass. <laughs> and then he just stood on the thing right around. He made he made the, the Roomba my, my ventriloquist. <laughs> and the Roomba can't it moves his lips when it talks. He he told me he needed to complete the scene for the movie, so he shoved the Roomba up my ass and said, There, that sucks. <laughs> and then he drank a glass of water while he made really don't suck. They just have a series of brushes that push things into a bin. (laughs) (laughs) But picture that in the Captain Jack Sparrow uh, character. Yes. He's a very good Captain Jack Sparrow. Why is there a drunken gay pirate in this movie? I thought you were going to say at that table. No. If I ran into a drunken gay pirate, I'd probably be his friend. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? 
How many drunken gay pirates are you going to meet in your lifetime? Not, not very many. Well, I probably count them on one hand. Yeah. <laughs> there's the guy that works down at the 7-Eleven. Yeah. yeah, and then there's the one at the carpet store. And uh, that's all I got. There's the one that works at the arcade, but I think he just dresses up for it because they pay him to. That's right. Ever since the mechatronic mouse died. <laughs> so, if you're going to ever be a pirate, play a pirate, play it gay. Play it oh. gay all the way. Yeah. Just be as flamboyant as you possibly can. How do you say R and be like, like in a gay tone? That might do it. Arr? Arr? Excuse me, is there a question mark at the end of that? <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Somebody at work was saying something the other day, and they're like, the other day. And they, answer, they like, trail off. And I'm like, are you, you going to finish that thought? You kind of, he's like, I forgot what I was saying. I said, you weren't actually saying anything. He's like, you're right. And I, I said, are you having a stroke? So I was working on something today, and I had to kind of concentrate a little bit, and I was talking to somebody while I was doing it, and I just, I totally stopped the sentence, because I'm, I'm that kind of ass, yeah. <laughs> you know? And then, like, five minutes later, they're like, you were saying something, and you stopped when you were thinking. I'm like, yeah, I don't remember now. You know what one of my favorite things to do is grind people's gears? Answer questions that aren't yes or no questions with yes or no. <laughs> people fucking hate that. How are you doing today? Yes. Yes. No. Marvel. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, another thing I do, and, uh, I'm an asshole. As well. um, if somebody like answers my question with a question, I answer that question with a question. Like, I too can answer questions with a question. What do you think about that? So, I have a burning question. Go on. If you're a serious XM DJ, do you realize that nobody gives a shit what you say? They are the fucking worst, aren't they? They are. They Madison, are. go fuck yourself. Yeah. And Everybody one- loves Madison. She loves to sing. She likes to talk about being Jewish and her dad cheating on her mom and Thursdays going to McDonald's. And We get it. We get there, it. There's this chick. Oh, I love Howard Stern. He loves me. Of course he does. You're blonde and attractive. There's this chick. It's not a complicated formula. No, no. There's this chick on there that, that she's on all the rock channels like Turbo and... Oh, um, it's a cat barbie? Yeah. She doesn't know what a pop screen is on a microphone. No. I mean, we don't use a pop screen here, and every now and then I catch myself, I'm like... Yeah. That's but what like, you get without a pop screen. She does that all the time. I mean, I'm serious. She you can blow soft, my speakers you've out. You've got to soften yourself up a little. Well, I don't talk directly into the no, microphone. No, you never do. Yeah. close, but then you soften yeah, it up. Sometimes I bring in both. You do your, do your, what's that guy's name? Not Barry White. It's your, you had uh, the guy that... Uh, on one of the Laura podcasts, and it was pretty good. Yeah, about who you're imitating when you have your sexy little song. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, yeah, um, yeah. I don't remember. Oh shit! With Van Gogh's. There you go. <laughs> Let's get it on. Let's get it on. We had when I lived in my one apartment in Seattle. Isaac Hayes. That's what it was. My ex-wife and I lived in an apartment in Seattle, and the guy above us. I called him the Buffalo because he walked. Like, he he just picked him up and tromped him down. That motherfucker walked like a buffalo. So I called him the Buffalo. Well, black guy, which has nothing to do with anything other than when you could tell when he had a lady over and it was sexy time because he always put on the very white and the eyes of case. Well, well. And you're like, oh shit, the Buffalo's getting some. Shut. That's right. Shut your mouth. Shut. <laughs> So we'd be like, oh, the buffalo's getting laid tonight. <laughs> you should the hooves are clacking. Just a, just a clacking. And I said, that ain't no Roomba. Actually, who I imitate when I do that is the guy in Saginaw. Yes. That I that I talked about on the podcast. Yes, 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 that's the one. That's the one. Yeah, baby, I think you're right. <laughs> the smallest man on the planet. I mean, like five, eight. They called him a tripod, though, because he was probably hung like a horse. Probably. Yeah. 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 Yo, should we get some of these? Yeah, baby, I think you're right. <laughs> Nailed it. It so was so out of place. So out of place. Made me double take. You know, Mickey was with me. He's just like, what the hell is that? Yeah, baby, I think you're right. 
Well, we followed him around hoping to say something else. It's like that voice couldn't have been that low. We had to be hearing shit. You were hoping he was going to be in the chips aisle and say something like, Cool Ranch Doritos are underrated. <laughs> oh, look, they got a great sale on days. <laughs> you got to get him wavy. You can get by one, get one. If you want wavy, you can have wavy. I don't know if I'm going to get the fruit chips. Yeah, maybe I think we should. <laughs> Maybe I got a coupon for this shit. It was amazing. I mean, he he looked like the wetsuit stretched over a skeleton. Yeah. But, like, couldn't have been more than 100 pounds, 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, he had the radio voice we could only aspire yeah. to have. And he was old, you know, so it's probably for smoking. That's the thing that I like the least about myself, besides everything, is my voice. Yeah. I spend, I'm very loathsome. I'm very, very loathsome. I don't you like are. myself. I'm working on I'm working on being kinder to myself, but I still don't have to like myself. Well, that's like the bully that tries to be kind to everyone else. You're kind of your own bully. Yeah, I am. I am. I very much am. Yeah. It's got to be hard I, to live with. I, I hold myself back from a lot of things. I sabotage myself. Yeah. That's why Trumpville is so free and unhindered, because he doesn't sabotage himself. He just goes for it. Right. Well, he does sabotage Soberville a little bit. Sometimes. A lot. <laughs> he sabotages Soberville a lot. Hey, Phil, got plans tomorrow? You're going to be in the bathroom all day. Because <laughs> I'm eating these rotten eggs. <laughs> hey, Phil, guess what I did? You go to the fridge in the morning to get a glass of juice, and uh, I left the milk with the cat precariously on it, leaned against the door so it was going to drop out when I'm open it. <laughs> yes, drunk Phil did that. What kind of an ass but yet ninja is that guy? <laughs> See, he's fucking amazing. Drunk Phil one time, and when he lived in his apartment in Mason... Was in the refrigerator and forgot that he had opened the freezer door above it and stood up so quickly it ripped the freezer door off the refrigerator. And Silverfill woke up the next day and like, why is the door duct taped to the freezer? I not a uh, when I was a young single man knocked out like all the lattice on the deck, uh-huh. well a whole bunch of it, like several panels of it, because it had rained like the night before started a bonfire yeah and so the wood was a little bit wet wet enough that you couldn't light it so i thought i'm just gonna break this lattice up off the deck and it'll burn yeah well, it's been up the next day and i didn't have any lattice on the it's deck it's been up there for decades it's been there for a long time that's gonna be dry wood it's, it's gotta be some really really dry wood speaking of dry wood i went on a date the other night <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell us more <laughs> I tried to get the second base, but I tripped over first. <laughs> and then the pitcher balked, and the inning was over. <laughs> and then she made me pay for my own meal. Next thing I knew, the Roomba was out sweep- sweeping the infield. <laughs> I said we could. I would. She said she would pay for the entire date, but she never did. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a fascination with Roombas lately. I had to pay for my own chicken tenders. She ordered a steak. We went to a great restaurant. They had phenomenal chicken tenders. I could tell they were hand-cut and handmade there in-house. It wasn't a house, so it was a restaurant. <laughs> but if it were a house, that's where I want to live. Because Mom doesn't make chicken tenders like that. Mom she also gets, doesn't wait on me. She gets them out of her bag. She also doesn't wear little orange shorts and a tank top around the house. <laughs> staring at her shoes, though, because they were very white. <laughs> they were super nice, and I didn't want to seem like, you know, I was being forward. So I stared at her shoes the whole time. She had great shoes. She Not much of a personality, though. I think I have way more personality than she did. But she said she makes a lot of money in tips, and I didn't understand. But when I looked up at her, I wondered how she stays upright, because she was very top-heavy. <laughs> I don't know how she could breathe in that tight shirt. But I guess her personality is making her all the money. Yes. <laughs> oh. I like their mascot at that restaurant. It's an owl. I do got to see, where are they at in their hits? Whose hits? The, uh, the P&A podcast? The fit- fitness version? 
Well, they were at five last week on their lowest oh, podcast. Oh, the actual, the actual, the good PNA podcast. Yeah. They were at five. Okay. What do you think they're at right now? Eleven. Seventeen. Are you fucking shitting me? You guys are welcome. You know they're going to bring this shit back because they're like, oh, it's exploded. I can hear it right now. Um, Austin, do you want to possibly start the podcast up again? Uh, we've uh, quadrupled our numbers, Austin. Um, maybe we should uh, uh, bring it back and uh, maybe this time we'll, we'll make it go because it's obvious we've, we've uh, We've reached the, uh, the tipping point. Mom said we could use the garage, so the Roomba didn't bother us as much. And it has it has decent acoustics in there because it has a has a cement floor. And uh, we can start releasing the podcast on Fridays because at seven thirty in the morning. Because uh, now I have better than dial up internet, and it won't take four days for it to upload. You've got mail. <laughs> 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 you see, Austin, I told you that we'd be successful one day. I'm using AOL. You got it. AOL has one dial-up line in the greater uh, Chicago area, and I tie that thing up at least 23 hours a day. <laughs> I'm able to get like two MP3s a day on my dial-up. I just downloaded that, uh, that one track from... I've been listening to a whole lot of, uh, you know, some of the new stuff out, like uh, like POD and uh, and uh, you know. Have you have you heard of these guys? Uh, System of a Down. They Brooks and Dunn. They're cowboys. I don't know. You know. Oh, and there's a boogie. It better be a boot scoop. <laughs> a boot scoop and boogie. <laughs> I think uh, it's time for a boogie. Uh, boot scoot boogie. Oh, that's my Jimmy Dickens off a of letter, Kenny. There better well, be a boot scootin' boogie player. I think we've done beat the hell out of this dog. Game over, man. So we're probably gonna cut this to an end. On behalf of all of us, on the Andy Podcast Express. We want to express the sincerest thank yous for listening. Share it with your friends, families, your foes. We can be found on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, email us at PNA Podcast Express. Also on Google Podcasts. PNA Podcast Express at gmail.com or pineapple nipple arsehole. That's all one word. It is arsehole. A R S E H O L E at gmail.com. Assholes wouldn't give us assholes. We tried. He is Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nichols. Make good choices.